Individual therapy can be such a rewarding process. Unfortunately, a lot of people reject it because they're afraid of the unknown. I am Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, educator, and influencer, and I welcome you to do individual therapy with me. Take this journey and listen as unfiltered and unscripted brave souls heal and share their stuck points. My hope is that someone listening can relate to their stories and get a perspective on how real therapy takes place. Who knows? Maybe one day decide to get some therapy of their own. But when you do, though, just come do it with me, Naya B. everybody it's Naya B and we are back for another therapy session with doing it with Naya B so we've been doing this heartbreak series for a while now and so everybody that comes on here they have things they want to process things they want to work out today I have with me Miss Nadia Miss Nadia how are you doing I'm doing good Naya how are you I am well thank you so much for joining and thank you for being such a brave break so what made you want to come do this with Naya B Well, I'm having, like I told you, I'm having a difficult time with wanting to follow my passion and versus what actually is my true bread and butter right now. I'm just having a difficult time balancing those two things out. I'm just really excited about what I do in my network marketing business. And it's starting to impact the production in my job or my career. So just wanted to get some pointers. And I I know you have um, balanced a few things. And I just thought that you would be a really good source to help me navigate that. Okay, so it sounds like you're, you know, stuck having an imbalance between what you're doing in your, you know, life as far as your job goes. And then you have a passion for you know, your own business and career, and you're just trying to figure out where do you go from here? So tell me a little bit about what you currently do in your current work. Okay. Well, I'm a project manager for a very large firm. Um, I oversee a offshore uh, medical accounts AR project. And I also, my client is on the West Coast. So it's very um, interesting in terms of, and the offshore staff they work 24 hours so it's you know navigating all of that making sure everything flows smoothly and keeping the client happy which is something that I always wanted to do I've only been in this role specifically in six months I've been with the firm six years but um a year ago I became a financial literacy consultant in a network marketing company and you know I was you know doing okay just making supplementing my income but lately I've been gaining so so much momentum. It's been kind of difficult to still be productive. Well, I'm still productive, but I'm not giving it my all. Let's just put it that way. I used to be so driven, so passionate, and that's what got me to this level but I just don't have that flame in me anymore. Okay. All right. So it sounds like you're, you know, at a place where you are working, but you're not necessarily connecting to it. And you're now wanting to just kind of branch out. So tell me about what your passion is and like what you want to do. Well, it's funny because I initially didn't even know what my passion was. Um, I'm just being fully transparent. I was always borrowing money from my mother. 
paying her back when tax time came, that type of thing. And last year she was like, she, I live in Georgia. She lives in Florida. I cannot afford to go because I had maxed out all my credit cards. And I told my mom, I was like, well, listen, I want to go to cousin's baby shower. Da, 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 da. Can you just let me borrow the money? She was like, uh, no. And I'm like, but I'll pay you back. I'll always pay you back. She's like, uh, no. And um, I'm glad she told me no, because had she not, I would have kept up the same money habits that I had. She connected me with the person who's now my mentor, who brought me into a network marketing team where our products are financial literacy products. So I'm a product of the product. I learn how to budget my money a lot better. And I love teaching people about the matters of personal finance, getting their credit together, setting savings goals, setting budgeting goals, like all this stuff that I've always done. But I'm just being honest. And I tell people this all the time. I'm a homeowner, but a year ago, I couldn't even buy my house again because I let my credit take so bad that I couldn't even qualify for a mortgage. So I love the fact that I can teach people about that. And now I find myself wanting to do more of that and just solely dive into that. But my business is, is not at the point where I can completely walk away from my job. And even though my job, you know, I make a good income with my job, it's just not fulfilling me. And it's so difficult. Like some days I'm like, you know what? I just put in my two weeks. I got all this time built up. I can live off of this for three months. So you mentioned, um, you know, falling in love with financial literacy and just understanding, you know, how it improved your life, just the knowledge of it in and of itself. And so you began to really have a passion for wanting to help other people improve their lives as well when it comes to um, their financial literacy and how their lives can be improved through better money management, better budgeting, and just building their credit and just getting their overall um, lives in order financially, right? So then you mentioned that with that passion, you're now at your current job and you're like, okay, I'm here because I need to make money, but then I also want to love what I do. And I love that part of what I do. So you kind of got this one foot in, one foot out, and you're not at a place where you can just kind of throw in the towel to give a hundred percent to your business. So you're having to stay at this job. And it sounds like the longer you stay there, the more you resent it, which is why you're like, let me go and put in my three weeks. Let me, let me do this. Let me do that. Um, Let me ask you this. What, is it that you still need in order to do your passion full time? What are you waiting on? I just need a steady flow. Um, Right now I'm doing some things that we call income producing activities, interacting more. It took me a while to be comfortable with social media in of itself. I just got on social media because of this business. I wasn't thinking about no social media. I wasn't trying to connect with people. I was one of those people like, if people want to connect with me, they have my phone number. I wasn't big on reaching out, connecting with old friends, some family members. I mean, you know, it's a lot of people have that thought process. Um, But I'm at a point right now where it serves me best to constantly be on social media. It's free promotion. And if you already know, if you have a business page, you can promote it. Pardon the uh, suburban background noise here. But um, I love the fact that I have been able to impact the lives that I have thus far. It's very gratifying. 
really good friend of mine. I remember when she filed bankruptcy. I remember when she couldn't get approved for an apartment. I remember all that. She allowed, she used my service, trusted in me. All that has changed. She's in a condo. She got a brand new Nissan. I mean, when I see personal stories of people that I know, it just fuels my fire even more. Mm-hmm. Because with my current job, I'm making my company and my partners look good, which is fine. It helps in terms of career advancement because I actually started with the firm at an entry level position mm-hmm. and he's project manager, which is, you know, not a bad climb in less than six years. But um, it's just not really giving me that oomph like I thought it would. I mean, mm-hmm. this is something that I always aspired to be. Mm-hmm. And here I am. And I'm like, uh, meh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I'm like, I'm really, really battling with it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And that's it asked for your help. Because like I said, I look to you as somebody that has managed to balance a lot of different things and still uh, find success and still have those passions and drives. And it seems like it's really serving you a lot. Mm-hmm. So I just your advice on all of that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, one of the things that I've always thought helped when it comes to having that balance, because sometimes when you have a passion and something you really, really want to do and you see that it can work for you and it can work for other people and you're like, I can do this. I can make this happen. I will say that um, timing is everything. You sort of have to um, use your job to fund your dream. If that yeah. makes sense. Right. Yeah. So um, when I got to that point where I was just kind of, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place with like, do I been, at what point do I just get in and go? It's like it's like jumping and jumping double dutch where you're sitting outside the rope and you're trying to figure out when to get in, you know, and you decide at some point to just jump. Well, the timing, just like the feeling you have when you're ready to jump in that rope, it has to be the same type of timing and feeling you have when it's time for you to let go of your current job and then take a take a step out on faith and start fresh. But you have to have timing and planning. So exactly. what, was, what was beneficial was um, at some point, in order for me to build my clientele enough because it sounds like that's your stuck point is making sure you have enough revenue to cover your current lifestyle. Yes. You yes, know, yes. with, you know, with everything you have going on. So <laughs> I had to work double to build that before I decided to step out. So I would work for this other company, 40 hours, then I would get off and still continue to work for myself for at least another 20 to 30 hours. And so I did that for, Wow. At least I did that for a while because I needed to be sure and comfortable that I was going to be okay. So I kind of stacked a little bit of money and then eventually I was like, okay, I think I'm good. And what I ended up doing was instead of me just leaving my company that I was working for, I contracted with them so that they could also contribute to my revenue with my business. Uh So that's when I felt confident that I was like, if they love me enough to say, you know what, we don't want to see you go. We're going to contract with you since you're stepping out and doing your own business. We're going to contract with you. So they contracted with me. So I took that contract plus what I had with my current clientele. And I remember sitting, sitting there and creating, let me tell you, I didn't have, and this was, I'm going into 10 years now in, in business at that time. 
it was just word of mouth. Like I didn't really know, you know, how to market and promote and do all that. And I definitely was not on social media at the time. Um, I think I just had like my Facebook page, but uh, I didn't know what to do. So what I did was I created a little flyer on Microsoft Word and emailed it to people and was like, I'm a therapist now. I'm in private practice. <laughs> so That's good. I sent yeah. that. I just sent, made a little little sheet, little flyers like, hey, I'm a therapist now. I'm in private practice. Blah, blah, blah. Like send this to whoever, whatever, whatever. Um, because the fact that my company was like, well, we'll, we'll contract with you because we just really think that you're really that good of a therapist. So I'm like, well, if they thinking I'm just this dope, let me go ahead and, you know, invest in myself and get the courage yeah. that I need to do this. So I sent out the flyer and within two weeks, I had a full caseload of like 30 people. Okay. That's incredible. And with that though, so while before I sent that, remember I was saying I was trying to brand and build myself and doing all this work. So when I was working those extra hours for myself, that was the time that I was taking to get on different insurance provider panels. So I was sending my application and license and all these things to different insurance companies, to Medicaid, Anthem, United Healthcare, like just getting on because that takes time. I was building, building my paperwork, my numbers, like I needed it all to line up. I needed, I needed my CAQH number, my MPI number. I need to become a national provider. Like I needed to get out there on paper first. Yep. I needed the, the, the numbers to line up with my, with my licenses and my skills and my trainings. I needed to, I needed it to all, I need to make a presence. So that's what I spent the majority of my time doing while I was working for other people. You were planting seeds. Yes. So when I finally decided to branch out and make a physical presence, because now there's two parts to branding yourself. You got to brand yourself on paper and you got to brand yourself physically. You know, it has to line up. And so I spent a lot of time outside of my working for another company, making sure that the paperwork was in order. Then I decided I was going to do my image. And with that just came trial and error, learning what works, learning what doesn't work. How much of myself do I show as a person versus a professional? How much do I, that took time, that took time. But what I did do was once I made that flyer and put it out there, I needed to be available. And I knew I couldn't be available to receive the business if I was still dedicating my time to someplace else. So my question to you is, have you planted your seeds enough so that when you do present yourself, people will believe in your product because they see the paper trail, they see the buildup, that work is done, that core of you is done, and they can trust enough in your product to give you their business so that you could sustain. Yes. I will honestly say I'm about 50% there. I set a goal that this would be my last year in corporate America. I said that in 2020, right? I said, actually, I said that in 2018, 2020 was going to be my last year. We all know what happened in 2020, but 2020 is where I actually got what I needed. Mm-hmm. 2018, I, I was just talking. I didn't know what vehicle, what mechanism. I had no idea. I wasn't actually even properly planning because mm-hmm. I just wanted something different. I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So now I'll say I'm, I'm about halfway there because now people know me for that more. People... And, and that's, uh, and I, I say 50% there because I have not fully immersed myself 
partly because I do still have a corporate presence and I want to maintain the integrity of what I do mm-hmm. and not necessarily present myself as this person when I still represent an organization. Um, I don't want to have any conflicts of interest. I don't want it to appear that I'm working during office hours because I try to have that integrity of, you know, scheduling certain things when I'm on break and stuff like that. So I want to definitely, because honestly, that company is what brought me here. Yeah. Where I'm, it helped me get my home. It helped me, you know, yeah. pull my children down. Of I course. had, you know, so of course. I'll, I'll say halfway there, but this is deaf talking to you was certainly giving me the confidence. And I, I really, honestly, it's just a matter of just continuous, continuing, I can't even talk right now. You know, I'm trying to say that. Continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad always told me, chop wood, carry water, chop wood, carry water. You know, like how you were talking about getting your credentialing together and all that other stuff. I'm, I'm doing those type of things. Mm-hmm. Following up with people that I talked to, running ads on Instagram, following up with those people, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I want to get my credit fixed, and, and then I'll see them going to Cancun and I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'll jump in their inbox. How was Cancun? <laughs> and they're like, oh, and I'm like, look, I'm not condemning you. I just got to, you know, put the information in front of you and help you change your mind and get your mindset like how I had to do, mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and our people, African-American people in particular, we're not in a position of ownership like we should be, in my opinion. And that's what really drives me a lot more because most of the people that I serve and notice they don't, I'm not looking at it like I'm making money. I look at it like I'm serving people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with my job. I feel like I'm just making money. Mm-hmm. That's where <laughs> the divide is. But the, most of the people that I serve, they want to buy a home. And it's very gratifying that I'm positioning people to do just that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really good that you at least keeping your eyes on your long-term goal. One of the things I heard you say was that you want to make sure that when you do step out there and continue to, to make sure the numbers line up and that you're good on paper, you want to make sure you're not stepping on toes or burning bridges in the process, right? Because you recognize that where you are now, you wouldn't be there if it wasn't for those that are supporting you, which is great, which is fine. I think that's a good skill and a good talent to have. But there's also that part that has to be a little self-serving in that if 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 you're if you're worried so much about burning bridges, then how can you focus on building yours? You know, mm. right? Yeah. Because it's not about what you do, but how you do it. Communication is everything. I made sure I communicated to the company I was working for. Hey. I've been working, I would work for them from eight to four. And then I would go and work for myself from like six to 9 p.m., right? Mm -hmm. Then on weekends, I would dedicate my weekends. So I would have to work on Fridays, Friday nights, Saturdays. And I did some Sundays, right? Because I didn't want to make, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a conflict of interest, but I let them know these times you cannot have. Don't ask me to stay over. Don't ask me to stay a little late. I cannot. I can give you these times because these times are allotted for me. So the communication was there. The professionalism was there and they had to respect that. So then finally, when I started to get to a point where um, I was ready, like my paperwork is in order, everything was good. I was making sure I was doing all my trainings and certifications and sending things in that I needed to. I had some more communication with them. 
all right, here's my next step. What, what do you want to do? Because at that time I was running one of their programs. So mm. they heavily depended on, upon me for a lot of things. And I said, I don't, I don't mind doing this, but let's talk about what you can do for me in the process. How about I take some of your people outpatient on the weekends, right? So then I started showing how powerful I was, like not just with their company during the day, but even with your outpatient clients on the weekend, they're improving, they're making, you know what I'm saying? So now the relationship is there. So I don't have to worry about burning that, that bridge as much because we're keeping an honest and open communication. And at the same time, I'm not quite, um, I'm, I'm not at liberty to say pretty much everything, but I want the respect to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want that really. Yes. So you still have to keep yourself in mind because your goal is not to continue to build them, but to develop you. Yes. You know? So, so <laughs> yes. at some point, somebody's going to feel slighted or somebody's going to miss out, but you have to trust that the investment in yourself is well worth it. Right. Agreed. So Agreed. when you get to that point, and, and this is where you mentioned the confidence, you can't be concerned as you build your confidence and brand yourself. You can't be concerned about feelings of businesses because it's just business and feelings are not involved or they should not be involved in business. Because if you were to pass away today or tomorrow, guess what that business is going to do? Replace you. Right. That's how actually that's part of the reason why I moved up. My manager passed on in 2018 and you know she was grooming me for this position but she passes away I literally two weeks later got promoted and then I got promoted up in August so <laughs> so you True. know so, so I say all that to just say that you can't you know if you're going to branch out and you're going to do this for yourself at some point and you're going to become your own boss and your own entrepreneur you're going to have to keep how you feel or how they may feel on a back burner. Yeah. Feelings has, have no place in a business relationship because y'all not friends. That's a fact. So as you continue to lay the foundation for your business and as you start making more of a presence of your, for yourself, then there's where trust comes in because you got to trust that you're going to be okay with the next step that you make. That leap is going to be your trust factor. Do you trust yourself? I do. Do you trust in your product and the fact that it's going to do great? 100%. Then all you need is your timing and everything to line up for you to make that step. And when you do that, you know, make sure that, hey, I got this. Make sure you got this. And then it's going to keep going. It's going to keep flowing. And you're going to keep on, you know, prospering in that because you're going to have what you need. The cars are going to stack. They're going to line up and everything's going to happen according to plan because you trusted it. You have faith in it and you believe in your product. And when you believe in your product, everybody else believes in it too. Can you imagine trying to sell yourself and not being sure of yourself? People will be sitting next to you like, if you don't believe in it, what I'm going to buy it for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll give you an example. Today, I got uh, I deleted some items from my credit. Well, I disputed some items on my credit report, right? Some stuff that had popped on. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, nope, nope. This isn't right. Send the disputes out. Got a response from TransUnion today. Recorded a little video playing Pointer Sisters. I'm so excited. 
sent it to 10 people that I have appointments with later on today. Like, look, this is mine. This is mine. And they messaged me back like, oh, for real? Oh, girl. Yeah, we need to talk. Yeah, I 100% believe in my product because I know it works. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, part of it is building your confidence, continue to trust in yourself and making sure that your foundation is good and that you are keeping feelings out of the equation as you transition. Yeah. You know, that's what's going to help you get to a point to where you know when you're ready. Right now, when you start to feel anxious or you start to feel the the stress or the, the, the pressures of going someplace every day that you're like, oh my God, this is not for me. This is not my calling. This is not, that's how you know it's time for you to grow because without discomfort, there could be no growth. If you were comfortable, you wouldn't even be ready to take that step. Oh, you would just be girl, like, I'm you good. Said, you said a word right there. Because honestly, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. I work from home, right? And I, you know, I have little ones, so I take my five-year-old, take them to school, but it is so, I mean, I only have to take a few steps from my bedroom to my home office, and I don't even want to do that some days. <laughs> what? I used to always be up early, prepared, ready to go get it, seize the day. Now I'm like, oh, let me log in. What time is, what? I don't even look at my, I mean, I, yeah, I'm telling on myself, but I don't even look, sometimes I don't even look at my calendar to see what's next for the day. Usually the, well, the pre-entrepreneur me, put it that way, will look at the calendar for the entire month, strategize. Okay, I have this meeting. I got to run that meeting. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this course. I'm going to, you know, all this stuff. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so that's how it's like, this is, this is definitely um, helping me because I, as I get ready to make that transition, I have to continue to plant my seeds And, you know, at this point, I just got to save more, been doing, you know, home repairs, things like that. So now I'm going to have to make a couple of sacrifices so I can be financially prepared to take that leap. I'm mentally prepared, Mm -hmm. spiritually prepared, but financially, I'm not quite there yet. There's a practical part that has to be there. And I I hear people sometimes say, like, sometimes you just got to do it. And it's like, not without a plan or a parachute. Facts. That's not, that's not, that doesn't even make sense. Like you, you have to strategize this, you know, you can't just jump like, and then what, <laughs> you know, um, there has to be a safety plan in, in place. Yep. And sometimes that looks like, like I said, using your job to fund your dream and recognizing that it's not forever. People get caught up in looking at what they're currently doing and seeing forever in it. And, and that's where their yeah. discouragement and their stress comes in. It's like, no, this is a stepping stone. This is to help you get to the next level. Keep that in mind. You know, yes, yeah. you are working to pay bills and do all that, but you're also working to live. And people forget that. They forget that notion. So you have to invest in yourself in that way. And it sounds like you're doing that and you're working towards that. And I would just encourage you to continue to do that you know, because you'll know, you'll feel it when it's time. You'll feel that 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 cushion there. You'll feel comfortable and you just got to trust the product that it's going to carry you the rest of the way and then continue to improve your physical presence, improve, you know, how you do what you do, how you say what you say, start finding different ways to market and brand. Don't be afraid to tap into new avenues and be a person because most people want to do business with people, not robots. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. make sure that you are still 
being who you are and connecting to the people that's going to be using your product, you know, because that's important when it comes to sustaining. Because now you're you're looking at building. Then once you start building, you got to start maintaining. You got to start maintaining. And that maintaining is what's going to give you more and more longevity in this field. and, And that is what brings you peace. So I would just encourage you to just keep going and build your cushion and then take your leap. You'll be fine. Thank you. I needed that encouragement. I appreciate it. You are very welcome. I am here anytime you want to chit chat. Um, Again, I think that you are headed in the right direction and I so appreciate you, you know, coming and really seeing me as someone who can, you know, even give you this type of suggestions. I so, I so appreciate it because sometimes I'm just doing me. I don't even really think about who watching and who noticing. I'm just doing exactly. what I know how to do. So I appreciate you for that. But um, oh, absolutely. This was good. I'm sure there are tons of people out there that's at this point where they're feeling like their heart is in a, a stuck point because they don't they want to follow their dream, but at the same time, continue to take care of themselves. And they don't really know, you know, how to take that leap. So I appreciate you for bringing this topic to the forefront. Really, I do. This is yes. great. Yes, because I know a lot of people, especially, you know, during 2020, People had to pivot and develop another means of income. Some people had a platform already. Some people started selling lashes. Some, I mean, some people, a lot of people just had to become an entrepreneur out of necessity. Uh And, you know, it's changed me. I know it's changed a lot of people, but, you know, now that things are kind of leveling out a little bit, we can't, we have to, you know, continue to maintain certain things. We can't just all jump out here and, and be Coach Stormy. (laughs) <laughs> you know so yeah. shout out to her because she's amazing but yeah it's not it, you know yeah. not for everyone not at all but we appreciate you Nadia for doing it with Nadia B today if you guys want to tune in to this session you can catch it on my website and you can also follow me on Instagram at author underscore Nadia underscore B thank you Nadia and I so appreciate you thank you Nadia have a great one you doing too it, doing bye it. bye now